Good afternoon. This is your host, Debbie Harris with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. So today I want to talk to you um, just from the topic, and I'm actually kicking off a new series entitled Believe. In the first episode, I want to talk to you about um, believing for the good, believing for the good. I thought this would be a good conversation, especially since it's January. We entered a new year, 2022. How many of you are excited uh, about entering into the new year and really spending some time in reflection and really sitting down uh, with your goals this year? And being more intentional and specific about your goals. I know I am. And I just wanted to stop by and kind of talk to you um, about believing for the good. Um, And really avoiding spending so much time allowing negative thoughts to take up the space in your head. (laughs) Did you know that that negative thoughts take up too much space in your head and don't leave any room for the good thoughts and the good things that God has planned for your life? Uh, Have you ever just wasted your whole day thinking about things that are not going right or thinking about things that are going wrong or thinking about just the negative, the downside of your situation or your circumstances or, or, or why something uh, isn't or won't work out for you. And I just want to encourage you for a moment to um, put your mind on things <laughs> that are good, right? And the scripture is really clear Uh, actually, uh, about what we should be focusing on. All right, so let me look at (laughs) this particular scripture and just for a moment remind you uh, what the Bible says that we should really be focusing on. And let's see what we got here. Philippians 4 and 8 in the King James Version, it says, finally, brother, brethren, and this is talking to the believer, right? This is talking to those who have confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It tells us that there are going to be things in life that come to pull on us, that come to, you know, distract us from what God says that we should really be focused on. Right. Distraction um, really pulls you away from the thing that you should be focused on and gets your mind into all these other things. And how many of you know there is a lot of negativity that can consume your time and your energy? And so I just wanted to take a moment and encourage you for a moment to believe for the good. And in order to do that, 
you're going to have to get your mind right. <laughs> right? We have to get our minds right. We got to get our minds focused. We got to be more intentional, more specific, more targeted, you know, in regards to what direction that we are traveling in. We have to be more intentional about the type of life we want to live. We got to be more intentional about exercising our faith. We have to be more intentional about the relationships in our life. We have to be intentional about where and how we manage and steward our money. We have to be more intentional and more focused than ever before because there are more distractions now than ever before. We live in an age where we are on information overload. How many of you know that as soon as you start getting on social media, you only plan on being there a little while. And next thing you know, you've been scrolling for two hours and you've just been consuming all of this information. And really what, what happens is it's distracting you. It's pulling you away from the thing that you should be focused on. And I'm telling you that there are some good things. There's some good thoughts. There are some things that you need to be focused on because wherever your mind goes, your actions and behaviors will follow. My goodness, I hope you guys are getting something out of this. Believe for the good. And so when I'm talking about believing, I'm just not talking about you, you know, saying some fancy quote or saying something that sounds good. I am talking about really allowing what you believe to govern your life (laughs) and, you know, Really, what do you believe and what are you focused on and believe for the good? And in order to believe for the good, we got to get our mind right. So let's look here at Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. These are the things that you should spend 95% of your time consuming, right? I mean, you're, you're thinking about what is true. What's true? And that means you got to be able to distinguish uh, between a lie and the truth. Truth brings freedom and lies bring bondage and oftentimes despair, right? Lies will rob you of the freedom that's already yours. I hope somebody getting this. Whatever things are honest, honest, you know, When you look at honesty, I think it just relates back to integrity and doing the right thing, even when people are not looking, conducting yourself in a way that you know that pleases God, even when no one else is keeping tabs or looking over your shoulders and just living an honest life. An honest life will keep you from a lot of chaos and drama, right? 
All right. And so it says, whatever things are just, <clears throat> whatever things are just, you know, I think when we look at just, we can always look at justice, you know, doing the things and focusing on things that are fair. Um, you know, the Bible says that we should do unto others as we should have them do unto us. And so just really is just speaking towards fairness and really giving people, you know, their due justice, making sure you treat people right, making sure you treat people fairly, make sure you give people the benefit of the doubt, make make sure you extend grace to people. I think that all goes into just, right? Whatsoever things are pure, you know, not defiled, not immoral, not going, the things that are not going to bring me shame, guilt, and regret, the things that are going to bring me happiness and peace and fulfillment and joy, those things are wrapped up in a place of purity. So I want my thoughts to be pure. I don't want them um, infiltrated with a whole bunch of things that's going to cause me to be separated from God. I don't want them to, uh, I don't want my thoughts to be um, filled with impurity that corrupts my soul. It can corrupt my soul and allow me not to be able to stand on, on God's holy hill and raise up holy hands with a pure heart, right? I want to be able to stand and raise up hands, clean hands with a pure heart. And the only way to do that is I got to make sure that I am not allowing certain thoughts and certain behaviors and certain values that don't line with God's word to set up residence in my mind and consume my thoughts and corrupt my heart. Okay. All right. And so whatever things are lovely, you know, whatever things are lovely, I'm not talking about just living in some fantasy land, whatever things are lovely, think on these things, whatever things are lovely. Think about, you know, the fact I just think of, I, when I think about things are lovely, I think COVID has taught me to really kind of just step back and just be thankful, right? For the simple things um, that I have, you know, we could always focus on what we don't have. We can always focus on what's not going right. We can always focus on what's not going our way. We can always focus on what we don't like. We can always focus on those things. But I think when we, we begin to look at stuff and, and thinking things that are lovely, we think about, um, really focusing on the goodness of God and some of the simple things in our life will bring us gratitude and help us to walk in a place and stay in a place of contentment and thanksgiving, right? So when I, you know, when COVID first started, what I would do oftentimes, I'm like, it was a lot of stuff going around, um, political unrest, racial tension. I mean, just so much division and, and debauchery, right? And I began to just sometimes just be silent. And just look at my kids and say, you know what? We may not have everything we want, but we have everything we need. My kids are healthy. You know, the lights are on. The bills are paid. There's food in the refrigerator. There's canned goods in the cabinet. There is frozen goods in the freezer. I mean, I start looking around and just being grateful for the simple things. No conditions weren't perfect. No 
Um, nobody wants to be quarantined or confined to their house or put on a curfew. But I had to start thinking about all the goodness, the goodness of the Lord. I had to start thinking about how God is still faithful to sustain us. I had to start thinking about how God has saved my life and changed me over the years. And he's still working on me. I'm still a work in progress, but he's going to be working on on me until the day he calls me home. But I was just thanking God for, you know, his grace and his mercy and his goodness and his faithfulness and just who he is that even in the midst of a pandemic, he sustained us. Even in the midst of a pandemic, we still had income coming in and he still provided for our every need. And I just think when we think on things that are lovely, we're thinking about the goodness of God and we're learning how to be grateful and content for the simple things, the things that matter most (laughs) um, in our life. And it says, whatsoever things have a good report and then start thinking about the good reports and not focusing on the bad reports, you know, the times that he brought us out, the time that he caused us to pass the test, the time that he kept us from danger, the time that he, you know, made a way of escape, even a way of escape for some things that we, we did in our own strength. And we, we dug a hole, we dug a a ditch for ourselves that now we're, we're in, (laughs) in this situation, but how God is always still faithful to forgive us and and help us um, in the midst of the temptation or the trial or the test that we might be facing or even some of the trouble that we got ourselves into. So, you know, so and we're just looking at how he's delivered us time and time again, right? Um, how he caused us to defy what society said or who society said we would be. And just because of this, he can help us def- defy the statistics. You know, God helps us to defy the statistics. I mean, coming from a single family home, um, there's not a, it doesn't look like a good future or an outlook <laughs> for most people uh, raised in single family homes without their father being the priest of that home. And so, I mean, just looking at, there's so many good reports, how God, you know, touched my baby in the NICU and caused him to get a good bill of health, even after his heart became erratic and we had to authorize, we made the hard decision to authorize electronic, electric shock to his heart. He was only one day old and, you know, he was in the NICU with jaundice, but then his heart became erratic. His heart was out of rhythm. I mean, it was beating, you know, two times more than what it should have been. And, you know, it was, became dangerous because if it became elevated, it could start affecting his other organs. And just to watch how, you know, God had me to intercede and pray for him during that time. And just to watch God's hand that after all that situation, he had to have the electric shock to his heart to put it back into rhythm, normal rhythm. Um, but then when we came back for, after he was released from the NICU back home to us, we had to go back probably about four weeks later to the doctor to check 
on his heart. We had to go visit a cardio doctor. And I remember when we walked in and they did an EKG on my baby, Isaiah, and the doctor comes back and say, you don't even have to visit us again. Everything is good. No <laughs> lingering heart issues. God did that thing, y'all. God healed my baby. God brought him out of the NICU. God caused him to defy the odds. God caused him to recover. Man, that is a good report. That's what we got to start focusing on the times that we've seen God heal and work miracles in the lives of our loved ones. Man, I have so many stories. My father should have lost his legs and the doctor even came uh, he had got he got hit by a car while he was working at OSU. A lady had a di went into a diabetic episode, lost control of her car. His boss was pinned against one of the walls, but my father's leg was ran over by the car because she had lost control over her car. His leg was ran over by the tire, and they said we don't know if we're going to be able to save his leg. Can I tell you that he's still walking without a limp, without a cane, without a wheelchair? God worked a miracle. Those are the things that are good reports. Um, and those are the things that the Bible tells us that we should think on. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, what? Think on these things. We have something to praise God for, right? And so as we continue forward in 2022, I just wanted to stop by and just encourage you for a moment uh, to believe for good, for the good, believe for the good, and it will happen for you. Believe God for to do good things in your life. Believe God to, <laughs> I'm going to say this, do above and beyond. Um, so, and I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of this song as we wrap up. And then I'm going to come back and close us out. I just want to encourage you today to believe for the good. And it starts with your thoughts. All right, you guys. We're going to play this song um, by Raleigh Clemens called For the Good. And I think it's going to be a blessing to you. I'm going to come back and close us out. And... Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll go ahead and play the song now. Future, even when I can't see, so I will. 
Do you believe that good things are coming? Man, he's working. I want to encourage you that he's working all things, what, for your good. And I believe that good things are coming in 2022 for you, for your family, for our nation, for our community, for our friends, for our neighbors. Good things are coming. I just declare that. And I want you to declare that over your life. And I want you to believe God for the good this year. I hope that song blessed you. I hope this episode empowered you in your faith as we move forward in 2022. I encourage you to believe God for your good. God has good plans and a good purpose for your life. And you got to believe you got to begin to be more intentional about your faith this year, about exercising your faith, about standing boldly and courageous in your faith this year, and believe God and get your thoughts on the things that we talked about today. Get your thoughts on God's goodness because I declare and I can attest that his goodness is all around you and his goodness can be seen even in the middle of a storm. We can focus our mind and our thoughts 
on Christ and he'll see us through every storm, every situation, because we serve a good God. All right. All right, you guys be blessed. This is your host, Debbie Harris with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth, introspection, and stir your heart to hunger after God. Until next time, be blessed.